Welcome to the Radiantly Awakened podcast. This is your host, Emilita De Silva. I'm a women's empowerment coach and a true believer in making the most out of this life and helping you to do the same. So, if you want to have amazing relationships, increase your well-being, and expand your consciousness, then you are in the right place. Each episode is full of deep, authentic, and relevant conversations, all to equip you with empowering information and tools to help you live a better life. I'll be sharing everything I've learned from going all in on my healing journey, as well as hosting passionate and inspiring guest speakers to share their invaluable expertise so that we can all learn and grow together. All right, let's get started. Hey everybody, how are we all? This is Emilita and today I'm doing a solo podcast, which is actually a little bit scary. The first, well, the first podcast I did, it was actually the first, um, it was a podcast with Brad Yates. So that was the first ever podcast that I recorded ever. (laughs) And I was secretly shitting myself, let's just be honest. The second podcast I did was the solo podcast, so episode one, and this is going to be my second solo podcast, so I mean, I feel like it's a bit more raw and vulnerable, right? It's actually a bit more scary um, when I don't have someone here to riff with on a topic, right? It's just me, I am who I am, this is me, and I'm sharing what I believe, yeah, I'm sharing what I believe. I'm, sh- I'm sharing what's true to me. I'm sharing what my experience is and far out. There's no hiding, is there? <laughs> so yeah, today I wanted to jump on. Um, I want to talk about my experience of getting to the point of recording this podcast and yeah, just a bit more about my experience surrounding things like emotional alchemy as well as masculine feminine polarity work. And this is going to be based off my own experience in these particular fields. Um, cause yeah, I'll, I'll talk about, I suppose my resistance to actually speaking on these topics and my resistance to having solo podcasts, um, in general. I think it comes down to like, it's, it's so easy to, <sighs> This is not the right word, but it kind of is in a way. Like part of me really enjoys and really loves having guests on here, right? Because I love learning. I love connecting with people. I love collaborating. I love teaching. So having guests on the podcast is an amazing way to do all of those things. But at the same time, I mean, it's also a way that where I can riff with another person. And I don't think hiding behind the person is the hiding behind the guests is the right way to put it. But I suppose if I avoided this particular podcast, that might be one way that I could potentially look at it. I try to keep myself honest, right? I try to keep honest with myself. So yeah, today I'm just going to riff on, riff on some of these things. And one of the things that I realized, a lot of these guests I'm bringing on are really experts in their field and they really not all of them, but yeah, I think a lot of them have a niche, 
right? They have one specific thing or one very obvious thing that they can speak to. And my resistance in in talking about one specific topic is is because of the fact that okay well let's let's break it down to human design okay so for those of you who don't know human design it's a modality similar to similar to astrology in a way and my human design i'm a manifester i'm an emotional manifester six two emotional manifester you don't have to understand what that means and one of the things in my chart there's this line called this 3536 line okay now that line means anyone who has that is like a jack of all trades so in their life it's said that they might have i don't know 200 plus jobs because they're they're just the jack of all trades okay so that's that's me (laughs) the other thing is i have my profile so it's similar to like what my sun sign is in human design my profile is a six two and I'm currently in my three line phase. So what that actually means is I'm in a phase of my life where I am experimenting and experiencing so many different things. And what that means is I'm here to teach about my experiences. So not necessarily, oh, you know, I've got, I'm a, I'm a master in this specific field. Um, but more so this is all the things that i have experienced these are the things that i love and this is what i'm going to share so yeah i'm going to share about a bit about what's been happening for me lately so for those of you who don't know uh i do have another job and i work i mean i'm in employed work as well as doing these podcasts and yeah like i i i'm really enjoying it because i get to teach i get to actually do podcasts in that job um yeah so i'm 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 really enjoying that but i find myself like lately grinding a little bit you know going into a lot of that masculine energy and then coming home and on the weekends um doing these podcasts so yeah i've been going pretty hard lately and I wanted to share some of the lessons that have have come through for me. Um, where am I going with this? <laughs> there, there are, there are. I am getting to the point. So yeah, because of this, it, it's been crazy up here. There's been floods in in Brisbane, floods in Northern Rivers, in Sydney. I'm in Australia. For those of you who don't know, it's been flooding. It's been quite stressful. There's been a lot of work to do and. It's been really crazy and I've just been in this mode of continuously going, continuously trying to hold everything together. Now, it's come to my attention more recently through so many different means that I need to pull back and really go into a more receptive state. So really into a more feminine, flowy pleasureful yin inward state and i'm going to talk about that so i'm just going to go back to my notes because otherwise i'm going to go off on tangents i'll talk about i'll talk about masculine feminine polarity first actually because that seems to be where where this conversation is going now for those of you who don't know what that actually even is, I'm going to give you a brief inter- introduction to masculine feminine polarity. Now, 
Masculine, feminine, like the words, they sound like man and woman, but it's not actually to do with your gender. It's actually to do with the energy. So you can think of masculine energy like yang and feminine energy like yin. It's actually yin and yang energy. These are just words that are quite easy for the brain to understand what they actually mean. So masculine energy is, it's structure. You think of it like structure. Think of it like structure, but it's also going. It's also doing energy. So structure, organizing, getting it done. It's that yang outward type energy. Okay. You can think of feminine energy more like flow, you know. So if the masculine is the container, the feminine is something that flows inside of it. If the masculine is the rock, let's say the rock, yeah, and the feminine is the water that crashes into the rock. So the masculine is steady and the feminine is flowy. Okay, so that's just a bit of an introduction to masculine feminine energies. And each one of us has these energies within us okay and i'm going to use you know i'm just going to use the words man and woman just for the simplicity now generally men have more masculine energy and generally women have more feminine energy okay and yeah generally men have a masculine core and women have a, a feminine core and you know, you can really float in and out of those energies throughout different times in our life. I would say that how the society is set up is it's really set up for us to be in that go, go, go energy. It's not really set up to say, hey, like, you know, like, let's just like, you know, work like this and like, let's go to the, let's go do this. And let's just like float around with the fairy. Like it's not, it's not really set up like that. It's like, okay, you go to work, you get it done. Like you, you go to work at nine, you finish at five during that time, you got to be doing stuff. Like that's generally how the workplace is set up. Right. So you find a lot of women are really in that masculine go, go, go energy. And you bring in things like, you know, having a kid and, and all the, all the things that come with, you know, this day and age in life. It's like, you know, a lot of women are really on all the time. So I'm not going to go too deep, deep, deep into masculine feminine polarity. You know, I might get a guest on here to talk about it even deeper, but I'm going to go back to the purpose of what I'm talking about. So as I mentioned, I was really in this go, go, go energy. I was really getting it done. I was working at my employee job. I was doing these podcasts. I was studying, um, you know, ticking things off the list without really getting back into that feminine energy. And the thing is, like, because I am a woman, you know, I generally recharge in that feminine energy, like that, that feminine energy of, you know, just receptivity, of flow, it actually nourishes me. You know, being in that go, go, go energy, while it may feel really awesome sometimes to like get shit done and accomplish stuff, it's not what nourishes me. You know, what nourishes me is this really yin energy of just, you know, softness and receptivity and being in my heart and being in my body, not being up here in my head, just from the brain, you know, like sitting down on my yoga mat, on my sheepskin and just 
feeling into my body, feeling into how my body feels and, you know, how's my heart today and how, how are my emotions feeling, you know? That's what nourishes me, okay? And, and I feel like because of all the stress with the floods and, and, you know, having goals, you know, there's nothing wrong with having goals and there's nothing wrong with wanting to accomplish things, but I did get on a bit of a hamster wheel, actually, without even realizing. Like, I caught myself in two weeks or, you know, a few weeks, but it really became time to just, just let go let go and experience experience that that receptivity and softness because you know getting shit done isn't all about doing things okay i want to i want to drive that point home getting shit done and doing things and being successful isn't about constantly doing because you lose you actually lose jenna zoe if you guys aren't following jenna zoe follow jenna zoe she's brilliant um, I learned a lot of my human design, uh, teachings from her. She said something brilliant the other day, um, about, you know, you need both energies and there's a shadow and, uh, what's the opposite of shadow? Like there's a light side and a shadow side to each, each energy. There's a light side and a shadow side to the yin and the yang. So the, let's look at the yang, like, the, the, the great side to that is, you know, getting things done and doing things and action and, and, you know, obviously the achievements that come with that. But then the, obviously the shadow side of that is just doing things and doing, doing, doing and shooting without any, any thought and, and just doing, you know, doing for the sake of doing, which can actually just burn you out. Then there's the other side, which is, which is the yin energy and, the, the light side to that is obviously, you know, recharging and, you know, actually feeling in to the next move, feeling in before you, before you shoot the arrow, right? It's, it's the pulling back and really becoming solidified in the action before doing the action. It's like all the downloads that came to me for this particular podcast, I got in my yin energy. So I'm going to talk to you about that. So, yeah, I was going real hard. I decided, you know what, this weekend, Friday to Sunday, yin time, taking everything off my list. In that space and time, I channeled this podcast. I channeled so many things. They just poured out of me like there's no tomorrow. I felt well rested. But the other thing that came up in this, and this is one of the things that a lot of people actually avoid this energy is like i'll explain sometimes it feels so easy to get stuck in the go 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 mode because people are actually avoiding their feelings and it's not that i was avoiding my feelings but it was that i was just going so much that my feelings didn't have space right so this was last night actually i really i did a ceremony by myself and i just felt i just put some music on i danced and i moved energy through my body and what came up was a lot of grief a lot of sadness and it can be really hard for people to actually hold their emotions right 
for me, not so much. I've done a lot of work on holding space for myself and holding space for my emotions. So this was okay for me. But yeah, what I did was I just held it. There was no reason to feel sad. There was nothing in the mind. It was just emotions in the body. So I moved how my body wanted to move. The sadness came up and I felt and I just felt it and felt it and felt it. And I just moved it through. I moved how I wanted to. I was moving to the music and, you know, I just felt it. It was deep. It was pain. I didn't know why it was coming up. I didn't need to. I just needed to let it be felt. When emotions come up, they just want to be felt. Okay? They don't need to have the mind attached a story to it. Okay? Sometimes all it needs is to just be moved out. And, you know, a lot of emotions, a lot of our traumas, emotions, it's all in the body. So if you're constantly on the go, 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 doing, doing, doing train with no stopping, just exhausting yourself, you don't actually get access to move this stuff out because you actually need to be not in your mind, not in your busy mind, but dropped into the body in a really like relaxed like parasympathetic nervous system state because once you're in that state of being cool calm collected dropped into the body you can feel your body you can feel your emotions you can feel the sensations within then stuff starts to come up and for some people that can be really uncomfortable so i'll keep talking so about about last night what came up was all this grief and all this sadness i just felt it kept feeling it kept moving it and then the most beautiful thing happened. As soon as I kept going, you know, kept going through that, on the other side of that, like without even thinking or doing it, it just happened. This immense feeling of just love and gratitude just started pouring out of me. I just started feeling so much gratitude for my friendships and so much gratitude for the opportunities that have been blessed like that have been given to me within this life it was just pouring out of me like this feeling that i just couldn't believe and so i wanted to share that with you because it's so beautiful we've got to realize that on the other side of our pain on the other side of our sadness and grief there's love there you know and sometimes it just takes dropping in, giving yourself those moments of yin, giving yourself those moments of stillness where you don't have to go to an appointment, you know, in an hour. You don't, or even if you do, you know, even if you're just making 20 minutes, putting the timer on, 20 minutes for yourself and giving you that, yourself that moment to just drop into your body and feel whatever needs to be felt. Like that's beautiful in itself. That's really, you know, if you can, if you can start a practice of that, that's really all you need. Um, in my circumstance, I've been going so hard to the point where I needed a whole weekend <laughs> and it, I, I've absolutely loved my weekend. I'm sitting here on Sunday. I had um, Friday Arvo, Saturday, and now all of Sunday just doing what I felt to do without a timer, without an appointment to go to. I have to do this or oh, I've only got this much. I didn't do that. I allowed. I actually allowed. I was in the state of receptivity. So going back to the emotions, yeah, it was just, it was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Just, we've got to realize that if we're not feeling the tough emotions, if we're not feeling the sadness, the grief, the anger, 
the shame, if we're not feeling that, we're not allowing it space because we're scared of it, we're going to limit our capacity to actually feel the good stuff as well. And you'll know if this is you because you won't feel feelings of contentment in your life. You'll feel, you'll feel a bit stuck or just dead or, you know, nothing's making you feel alive anymore. And it's just feeling like everything's monotonous and, you know, you're just stuck in this schedule and all of that. If you're feeling like that, I would definitely say make space for your emotions. And this is for men and women. This is for everyone. Because realistically, for women, it's it's crucial. It's crucial for us to feel this stuff. And for men especially as well, because it, for everyone, but I'll explain why for men it's it's crucial for you to feel your emotions. Not feel and, and necessarily go and talk to everybody about it and like get people to hold space for you. Not necessarily that, but for you to actually be comfortable with your own emotions as a man is really important because otherwise you won't be able to hold space for a woman's emotions. And vice versa, actually. It's for anyone. If you aren't comfortable with your own emotions, you will not be comfortable with other people's emotions. Full stop. It's very interesting. Um, anyway. <laughs> what else have we got here? That was really, really important. Um, and I'm going to have my amazing, amazing somatic therapist on as a podcast guest to talk to you a bit more about how this works, how these the somatic, you know, body-based practices and moving trauma out of the body, how that all really works, and maybe even to give some tips on how you can start at home or whatever. But I suppose tip number one is allowing that space for yourself to feel, allowing that space for you to recharge. Sometimes it's going to be a 20 minute lie down and just feeling what's happening in your body, feeling your sensations, emotions, witnessing your thoughts. That's, that's a really good start. Um, yeah. And I mean, I had a bit more to talk about when it came to masculine feminine polarity, but I want to focus really on that on that feminine receptivity and just openness. I mean, I've already spoken to it and a bit when it comes to the feeling your emotions and just allowing it and just feeling it through and moving the body. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say about that for this particular podcast. I will go deeper into it in other podcasts because I think it's, I think, you know, my favorite topics at the moment is nervous system regulation, trauma healing, and masculine feminine polarity in myself as, as well as, you know, in partnership with another. It's a really interesting topic and I feel like it, it, it really ties in with, um, nervous system regulation and trauma healing. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand in a way, but that is, that is a really long, really long, uh, that's another podcast topic. So I'll go there another, another time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you got something from it. If you did, please let me know. I'd love to hear. Um, yeah. And if you could give us a, five-star rating 
on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Spotify now has the option to give a five-star rating, so that would be really amazing to get this podcast some traction, as well as leaving us a written review. I would love that. And then lastly, sharing this podcast with anyone that can benefit, because yeah, I, I put this podcast out, uh, have these guests on and share this information from my heart. And yeah, the more people that can benefit from it, that are listening, the better. Anyway, guys, until next time, I hope you've really enjoyed this and just sending you so, so, so much love. Mwah.